Hi, Peter Booker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Going Out. Today I'm on a rant in today's episode. And who am I ranting at? The banks. Now if you remember in 2008, 2009, the banks were in financial shit. They were going bust, many of them. And in order to stop the economy just totally crashing and the world coming to a total standstill, governments were forced to intervene with taxpayers' money across the globe to bail out many financial institutions. Now you think that being bailed out by the public, that maybe there would be a little bit of a lesson learned, and then when the public needed support, the banks would be bending over backwards to help people out. And in some instances, that has been true. I would say that's more been true where actually the bank's money's not too much at risk and actually companies or individuals are high net worth and therefore giving them the money is like making, well, you know you're going to get it back. I think that's been a different case with people that needed it the most, whether those that are financially poor or businesses that have been hit massively by the pandemic. And I was actually, to a degree, a little bit shocked, disgusted and surprised when a client of mine told me that their bank had pulled the plug on them after over 25 years of being together. Now I get it, things change in business and this particular client has had some times where perhaps they've not had the best time in business and it's required the bank to support them and look after them. But let's, let's face it, in the 25 years they've been in business, they've never defaulted on any payments. They've got securities against their debt. So it's not like the debt isn't covered. It's not like the bank wouldn't get their money. But what happened with this bank, and it was the NetWest Bank, so I don't feel any two ways about sharing who it was. They sent my client a letter through the post giving them seven days notice that they were closing their account. And the reason they cited was that the business no longer met the lending criteria to renew the overdraft. Now, okay, the business no longer met the criteria to renew the overdraft. Okay, Mr. Bank Manager, we've gone through a global pandemic where travel's been heavily restricted for nearly two years. We've had numerous localized lockdowns. We've currently got a huge supply chain issue and a huge labor issue globally. Hmm. How many businesses based on that criteria do you think are going to meet these so-called this so-called criteria for maybe overdraft lending? But very, very few. So get real. Companies are struggling right now. What makes you think it's a great idea while companies need support and probably prolonged support because the markets haven't fully accelerated yet? Why would you pull the plug on them? And the worst part, they sent it via post, so the letter came late because, again, we've not necessarily got enough people to deliver letters and so many people are complaining in the UK that letters are coming late, sometimes seven, ten days after they were posted. Number two, if you're a bank manager or a relationship manager, would you not think you have the decency after 25 years plus to call the client and discuss it with them and maybe give them that bit of time to prepare? This was done at the end of the month as well. You know, the time where payroll needs to be met, 
So you've got people working in the company that have got financial commitments of their own, be it mortgages and families, to then have their money cut off because the company cannot pay them because they can't get access to the funds. To me, that's disgusting. And the banks that do this, uh, sort of participate in this kind of behavior, you should be damn ashamed of yourselves. And it doesn't then help when the media purport the fact that bankers are getting great bonuses. Now, if you work hard and you get the results, you should get your bonuses, absolutely. But you should also support those people that have been loyal to you. And in my parents' day, they were loyal to the bank. But then they had a relationship with a local relationship manager. That's totally gone. Now, thank thankfully, my client had the fortitude a couple of years back to actually get a second account, second business account, in which he sort of kept money between the two. And what was interesting, at least when the bank pulled the plug, he was able to pay his people, his, their wages, and keep them going. But I think that when you look at the world in which we're living in, it's becoming quite selfish. And I think banks are not there to serve you. They're there to serve themselves. And if you happen to make it very easy for them to serve themselves, then they'll lend you the money. But the majority of businesses out there right now are hugely undercapitalized. Many are trading insolvently, and people personally as well, because they've been hit in the pocket. Right now, this is the worst time to be pulling the bank accounts. This is time when people need the most support. So my advice to you today is that if you are running a business, please don't make the assumption that actually your money is safe with one institution, because if you read the terms and conditions, they can pull the plug at any given time. And they don't necessarily need to justify why they've done it. And it's the same when you are personally. If at the end of the day you've got personal accounts, the banks can take it away from you. And then you've got to apply to get access to your funds. And you may not think it's happening to you or will happen to you, but it started to happen to people that I would least expect it to. And I know also people that have gone into business post-pandemic, and when they had their original business, which they sold, the banks were bending over backwards to give them money. Oh, they couldn't give them enough money. Same person, new industry, same intelligence, got plenty of money behind them. Banks are making it very difficult to finance them because it doesn't meet their criteria on their sort of underwriting. So I just think that people need to be a little bit smart right now, a little bit sort of savvy, protect yourself more than anything else. And that's why I'm not surprised to see a rise in the whole crypto economy and decentralized exchanges, because people no longer want to be dictated to by big institutions that are in it for the good run and actually, as soon as things turn sour, they will get what they can and they will get out in the majority of cases. Not every case, but the majority of them. Now, if you've been hit by the pandemic like most people, and you're a little bit worried about your cash situation, and you're thinking, right, how do I improve my situation? I'm quite happy to run a stress test with you on your business to see where your cash is currently sitting and what action you can take to safeguard your business, because right now it's about making sure you safeguard your business. Well, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you got loads of value from today's episode, please like and share with others so that they can benefit 
and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And more importantly, remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. Please stay safe.